You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy time here. And we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Please enjoy. Well, thank you, Time, for that rousing pre-recorded introduction because you have stood us up yet again. Three out of four weeks, it feels like he just blows us off. Do you feel like he got something better to do? That's what I think too, man. I mean, he he ain't even got enough. I mean, he can't even tell us in our face. Yeah, all or, he does is uh, pre-recorded responses to everything we talk about, so he can't face us in person. It's obviously it, it's correlated with Panthers' losses too. Yeah, not not so only that too. You you have to understand this. These millennials now are fabricated, very similar to all the things that they do in life. And he's a fabricator. He wants to make sure that he comes in and inserts himself where he wants to insert himself and not just deal with life as it comes. So for all those listening, Time's beginning was pre-recorded because he did not join us live. So I'm calling him out, calling it out. So that is him behind D'Angelo. You can see him in spirit right there behind D'Angelo since we've had to introduce that board because we can't get him here on time or with us. So uh, that will be our go-to when time doesn't make it, which seems like it's going to be all the time. That will be his stand-in. Yes, that's time. So time's here with us today in the form of the grease board behind me, guys. Um, Gary, I'm ready to kick this thing off, man. Uh, What did you do this weekend? I, I'm, so, I'm interested to hear about this football game, bro. So of course you always want to hear about the football game, which I, is great. I do. I do. So, but before uh, we before we okay. go to, before to, before we go to the game, what's our record? What are we playing for? What's on the line? Uh, how other teams are doing? Like why is this game so important? Do we control our own destiny? Do we not? What are we looking at going into this game? So we are four and two. We're playing Gainesville, who is uh, in our district. Okay. They are they are uh, five and one, I believe. Ooh, and okay. They uh, if we beat them, we would need a little help, like because they could beat St. Augustine, and uh-huh. it would cause like a three way tie in the division and give us opportunity to make it. So there's a lot actually riding on this game because if we don't win this game, it's very very hard for us to make the playoffs. So uh, this is a huge game. But it's a conference game. No, this this doesn't have any. How many games do you guys play in a season? You got 10. 10, and you guys are 4-2 and two right now. Yes. So you you guys can go 6-4 and four and be sitting at home. Correct. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I, I – I, so the winning record six, is – 6-4, and four, we can be sitting at home but still getting money from you. Correct. Uh, <laughs> but what, I, what I've said is you can go 6-4 and four, have a winning season and it'd be very productive because you guys didn't win the game last year. Six and four, you can sit on your hands and say, "Hi, ah, look at us, we've done it." So is that what we striving for? Or was that what we strive for in the beginning? And now we kind of no. fell into the playoffs or bust, or it, was it, it always the goal? It, it's all just like it is in the NFL. It's always the championship or bust. It's never you don't you're not satisfied with moral victories. It's always you got to go. You're going for it all. You can't settle for anything less because then you won't play to that caliber if you try to play for less. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so we rolling into the game. What's our message? Who's our impact players? Who's not our impact players? They got a good defense. They got an okay defense. They have a good team. So Gainesville, there's one other team around there that's Buholtz. They get a lot of the the best, like I guess you would say, Division One talent goes to that school. Gainesville gets the next talent. And they still have some D1 kids. And then Gainesville Eastside gets the lesser talent who we played earlier in the year. We, Let we me blew. guess. Are you going to recruit? Are you going to accuse them of recruiting as well? No, no. I'm just saying that's how the, the hierarchy of the schools go for oh, like okay. areas. Okay. So okay. we beat Eastside earlier in the year. Now we're playing Gainesville. And Gainesville's they got a good team. They've won games. They so Buholtz, who's always in state. Last week at halftime, they were they were down six to three to Buholtz. They ended up getting blown out 36 to three or six or something, but they okay. were there for a half. So they're a good team. Okay, this is what you this is what you're preaching to your team. I get where you're going with this right here. I see what you're preaching to your team. Like, hey man, these guys were in it. They're a good football team. They're a good football team. We gotta come out and we gotta play the best game 
that we played all year. And then now we essentially, with some help, because we're going to get that, make the playoffs. Well, though you have to preach it that way. And then also it's more of nobody has really stopped our offense defensively. It's us killing ourselves with penalties or not blocking the right guy. It's not like our guys are just getting manhandled. It's us stopping ourselves. For the most part, so like we have not I'm, faced. I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna let you have that, Gary. I'm gonna let you have that because I. I'm gonna let you have that because you're a coach. I'm gonna let you stay in coach form. You, I, I'm telling you right now, the uh, all the teams that you've played that you said that y'all beat yourself, they had a hand in y'all beating yourself though. Correct. You see but what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. But you can't like personal foul penalties. A holding on a 70 yard touchdown. That's beating yourself. That's not yeah. like it's that's we've had we've had five long touchdowns called back because of holding. So like there's we, there's issues in games where we've had big runs get called back because of it, that's hurting yourself. That's not them stopping you. Yeah. Well, if you look at it though, if the holding is the result of the 75 yard run, then it was a good call. But if Correct. it was a holding backside and it wasn't necessary, now there's something that we and, need and to talk I about. I can't tell you if they were frontside or backside because I don't right. know exactly when they were. Right. Well, I was just. Just yeah. Let people know no, I agree. Listening. Yeah. I, I know so, you want to fight it because you're a coach. Yeah. So, we're so going into this game, they're five and one. We're four and two. We really need this game. And it's an away game, so we're in Gainesville. Ooh, we in Gainesville. All right. What What are we telling our kids going into this game? You can play. We just want to stay in it. No, we're gonna what win. Nobody expects us to win. Go in there and dominate. Show make make everybody eat those words. Okay, I want to see what the crowd look like. What does the crowd look like? Is there a lot of people there? Like, feel I, I want to feel Honestly, like honestly, there was here. not a Shit. ton of people on their on their sideline. Uh, we had quite a bit that traveled, but not like outrageous because you're not going to have a student section for us. Has and it plus, has it has it been pretty good though? Like, I, I know that you, you wasn't particularly excited about the size of the crowd at home. So, are you? What are you comparing this road crowd to? Like, well, it's, so Gainesville is so different. Gainesville. All the schools in Gainesville play at one like uh, community field, so like it's not they don't have a home field. Oh. They get bussed in from their school to this field, so all of them play. So it's technically not really a home game for any team that plays there because oh. it's like it's own. It's like it's own. It's called the some Memorial Center or something, but it's Memorial oh. Field. Okay. So all the Gainesville teams share that field. Okay, so nobody, I, I get what you're saying. Now. So that now when you say home in a way, you're just yes. talking about what color uniform you're wearing. Correct. Not necessarily you're traveling because you're going to the same stadium. Yes. Ah, that's pretty. Okay, that's that's interesting. I'm, I'm glad you put us there. So we, we're here, five and one. Uh, the team that we're playing against, we're four and two. Uh, the head coach get up right before the horn sounds and says what? What's our message to these kids? Well, I think you don't have to say anything else. I think you, they've already, you've said it all week. You let the kids do it. You put let the kids take ownership and the leaders lead. You don't what's have our, to. You shouldn't have to say anything. What's our What's our game plan? We attacking from the right, the left. We running the ball majority. We throwing the ball well, majority. Of course, run. Like, the what's ball. the best way to attack? We're, we're a run first team, so run. Okay. All right. So so we, we start. To, so we're going to start with the first quarter. Okay. I'm not going to be able to remember everything, so I'm just going to okay. give you highlights. So first drive, they get the ball, they drive down and score pretty easily. Ooh. So. Oh, hold up, so, hold up, Gary. Uh-uh, 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 because you just, <laughs> whoo, it's not looking good, Gary. 7-0, 7-0. Right. Go, go ahead. Don't don't so, try to rush through it. Don't try to make it seem like the seven didn't sting, because so, if it was quick, that's like a hot knife through butter. So now we get the ball on offense, okay, and we, get uh, offense. Uh, we don't move the ball very well. We end up having a punt. So what, what, what caused us to have to punt? Who didn't make their block or who didn't hit the right hole? Or who didn't throw was, the ball to the right receiver? It was just a combination right of things. They started bringing blitzes and stuff like that, and, and we just had to get things coached up on the sideline and get things corrected because, guys, we get confused at time. I think it, that's all it really was. It wasn't anything outrageous. But we moved the ball so, a little so bit. So we didn't go 0-3. We moved the ball a little bit. Yeah, we, yeah, little we bit. moved to okay. about midfield, right, and then we bit. punted from the midfield. Put, punted from the midfield. So they get the ball back, and then yes. our defense steps up, and we don't. they don't score. We get the ball back again. Okay. And then uh, we end up driving all the way down a nice long drive. Okay. And uh, we ended up punching it in and we scored. Okay. okay. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you're running the ball mostly the entire time? 
Correct. We have some passes mixed in, but for the most part. Okay. So how's your running back doing at this point? Like, is he like carrying guys? Like, is he beasting guys? Or are there, are these holes are just there? I want to see, I want to get a feel for the game and how it was. So just remember you said that, and I'm going to send you a clip later in this conversation or later in the podcast for you to see. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. So I don't really know all the details in between second because all that stuff gets washed away so i'm just gonna fast forward into like the beginning of the fourth quarter okay okay what what's the score in the beginning of the fourth quarter so we are down 27 to 20 okay. oh gary you missed a lot in between there man i, I don't cause i don't remember i don't remember everything. Uh, actually no i'll give you something i'll give you something so when they scored 20 they scored their 27th we uh, what was, it was twenty-seven to what? So right there it was twenty to thirteen. What's the, what was the largest deficit? That, well, like, that's what I'm what, about to say. So it was okay. twenty to thirteen. They scored to go up twenty-seven thirteen, right? Twenty-seven thirteen. And suing kickoff, we return it for a touchdown. Oh sh- Okay. All right. So we return okay, so it for everybody juice now. We yes. in it. We in this thing now. Twenty-seven to twenty. Start of the fourth. Everybody jumping up and down. They Correct. get the ball, we kick it off to them, and so we kick it off to them, and we hold them. We get a stop. We, I think oh, we actually shit. think we got a turnover. It's either a turnover or stop. I don't really remember. Okay. And then uh, they you give didn't do up nothing with it. Ball. No, we end up driving down and we okay. score. So okay. this is this is what I'm going to show you. I'm going to send you this video, and I just want your reaction to it. If I can is- figure out what it is. Is this, is. is this for the... This is the, what tied it up for us. Two point... The, the, the touchdown? Yes. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know if y'all going for two points because you, st- you stopped at the, the, the touchdown. I'm so excited right now because well, I yeah, feel I'm like this is you, about to be I'm, an I'm epic gonna get damn you the video, game That's now. why. I'm going to get you and the video. And what's sad is, is I feel like you was going to hold all this back unless I asked you all these questions, man. No, I got you. I yeah, got I have you to pry that. information out of you, man. And we supposed to be boys. We're supposed to be brothers, man. And I can't get this out of you on a regular. I got to pry this out of you. All right. Let's see. Let Unbelievable. This, this is what I got to deal with. This you don't got to deal with anything. I'm just showing you this thing. You're going to see it. Right. So he's going to get in for the – was it a run or was it a pass? It was a run. Okay. How you, How many yards out? Uh, I want you to see the video on that one. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's it's 27 to 26. We're going we're gonna to sit right no, there. No, it's, it's 27 to 20. It's 27 to 20, but I'm saying we just punched it in for 26. I'm not – I want you to leave me in. Yes, that's what I'm going to so send you. Not y'all kick the field goal or if y'all go for two. Because, I mean, you on the road. I mean, you at home, but you on the road. You playing against a 5-1 and one team. It's You said it's early on in the fourth or late in the fourth? I'm trying to figure out how to send this thing. This is the fourth quarter. This is like – I think there's like five or six minutes left in the fourth. Five quarter. or six minutes. I'm just oh, going to walk you through it because I can't pull up the, uh, I don't know how okay. to send it through a huddle because that's what it's on. Oh, okay. You can okay. screen record, but you probably don't know what that is. So I'm going to walk you through it. So we are oh. on, looks like we are on the. Do, do you know, do you know what screen record is, Gary? Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. But you can screen record, but it's, it's cool. Okay. No, don't even worry about it. Gary. Nope. Just, just, just walk now. me through it. Just walk me through it. Cause right, we, I mean, we're live right now. No, this is good. So it's an outside zone to the right. We're on the 45-yard line, right? Yes. So we run to the right. He goes. He cuts inside. He gets hit okay. by four guys. Okay. He bounces off of all four of them. They all fall on the ground. He keeps his feet moving. Another guy tries. He lowers his shoulder into him, and the guy falls off. Then the safety has a clean shot out of him. The running back lowers his shoulder and just runs him straight over and then runs to the end zone for a touchdown to tie the game up. Bro, send me that damn video. I'm gonna get, I'll get you the video. I will get you the video. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to see the video. Was that Mike? Yeah, that was Mike's. That was Mike's touchdown. So, And then that tied oh, it up. Bro, he had to be juice, bro. Juice, juice. Okay. So it's 27 to 27. Wack is just made an out-of-his-mind cosmic experience type orgasmic type play where he beast mode six guys into the end zone from 45 yards out. It's 27 to 27, and 
there's what four or five minutes left to go in the game. Yes. So they get the ball back, and they drive down. They end up kicking a field goal. Okay, so it's thirty to twenty-seven. Thirty to twenty-seven. Yes. Okay. So we get the ball back, and uh, we are we're moving the ball down the field, and then we stall out, so we have to punt back to them. Punt back to them. Thirty to twenty-seven. Correct. And then they drive down. St- try to stall a little bit, then they move back again, and they end up scoring another touchdown. So they're up. Oh, it's over with. Now they're up now. It's ten. It's it's, now it's, it's thirty-seven. It's thirty-seven to twenty-seven. Yeah. No, they missed. They missed the. Uh, thirty-six twenty-seven. Okay. Yes. So now we get the ball back, and we have a couple opportunities, and we just don't capitalize, and we end up losing thirty-seven to twenty or thirty-six to twenty-seven. But the kids fought at the end. They never gave up. We had kids that were that they were throwing up in the middle of the game. They were they were giving everything they had. So you can't fault on that. They got to come back next week. This week is a super rival game. We play Clay High School, so is a super rival in in county at their place. So we have a chance to make it up right here. Go five and three. But you're lying, though. That's gut wrenching. That's gut wrenching. A hundred percent. It's terrible. That's gut wrenching. And you're lying to these kids, bro. You're no, lying, we, saying, we "Oh, opportunity. we we did. We had opportunities. We just didn't capitalize. That's all." Wow, bro. That hurt. That yeah. hurt, bro. I. All right. I mean, I. What do you say to the kids at the end? Like, what do you tell a kid that just gave you everything they had and that wasn't good enough? You tell them that you're proud of them, and then you'll go back and see on the tape the mistakes that we made that that could have changed the game in our favor. And then you, hey, you just gotta can't make see, those mistakes. If I'm a kid, I don't give a damn how proud you are, me, man. We lost. I yeah, but then know how we can fix this. And you see the the issues that they made mistakes on that caused them to lose the game. Now they're not gonna want to make those same mistakes again come next game. They're really okay. gonna focus on not to do that. All right, so I, I'm glad that we're here. And I can go ahead and I can ask this question so I can address the elephant in the room and then we can move on to other parts of our weekend. But I have to ask you this, Gary. Do you ever at any point during a game or during some games that you played in or maybe coached in where it wasn't the players that's the problem? It's the plays that the coaches are calling is the problem, which then in turn is the coaches. I think everybody's had that at some point, but I wouldn't say that's that's not every game is that situation. I think every level coaches have had to deal, players have had to deal with that at times. But I, I wouldn't say. Oh, so it's a game by case. game basis. It's not like a. It's not like a man. It's not like an Adam Gase. Like Adam Gase Correct. get a really hard time. They say he he's terrible. He's this. He's that. Is it? Is he really that terrible? Or is it the fact that he's not getting talent? I think he's terrible. If you watch his plays, they're they're terrible. But you just said just now, Gary, you said everybody's experienced that. But Adam Gase carries that title with every – I mean, that's that's every game where it sounds like you were saying that it's like a game-by-game well, game basis. Well, I think the, the difference with Adam Gase's situation is it's been proven that players have went somewhere else after him and succeeded. I can show you – I can tell you a lot of players that are like that, Gary. I can show you a lot of players like that. Yeah, but not the ones that had to lead the team. Okay, all right, man. I'm. I, it's like, it's like it was just yesterday that beast that was that was in Chicago ended up in Oakland. That could just I could be wrong, uh, but I, I I don't know. You're probably wrong if I had to guess. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm probably wrong. Um, but that's that. So you had the game, you lost. Correct. Um, you 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 head back. How how was uh, do you guys practice on Saturday Sunday? Do you do anything else over that weekend after Friday? Do any of your tight ends or do any of the players reach out to you reach out to you personally and say, "Hey, coach, sorry that was on me." Like, and and how do you address that as a coach? No, none of them do it because it's not on them. They don't. That's nothing that they have to deal with. Things like that wouldn't fall on the kids. Um, I think they, they just have to go and watch the film and then come back Monday and be ready to go. And I think once they learn on things that they did, I think that's all they need to take take into account, and then they'll be good to go. Okay. All right. So what you do on Saturday since you just lost again on Friday? So uh, 
I didn't do anything. I wa- ended up, I finished Squid Game, so we're going to talk about that later. And I Ooh. watched Halloween Kills, which we're going to talk about as well. So, spoiler alert, when we get to those, I'll let you know. I'll give you another spoiler. I ain't letting no shit. So, I will, though. I'm so, that way there's no issues. That. And then we'll, they can yeah. get all the info. Dude, that's letting them know right there. So, go from ahead, this uh, point on, yeah. Go ahead and check your, uh, your text message while I keep talking. Because I'm about to send you that video so you can see the play. It's on its way. Okay. But, but yeah, so we're going to talk about uh, Squid Game because I finally get to finish it. We got I watched Halloween Kills. I know me and D have, might, may have differing opinions. So it will be interesting to see what he thinks and why. And then I'll give you my reasons why. And then uh, we'll go in. We got a couple other things we're going to talk about. Since, you know, time's not here, I got to keep us in, in, in check. As you see D's eyes, he's watching that play right now. So that was the plan to talk about. Oh my God. I would like to hear your destroyed the safety, bro. So I would like to hear your thoughts as a running back. What's going through your mind in that play? Oh my God, bro. What was like that was hey, okay. So he could have made it a little bit easier on himself, but he took the scenic route. Dude, what was the safety thinking? He, oh, bro, this is. <laughs> oh, that's that was Squid Game right there. That was red light, green light. <laughs> you have been eliminated. <laughs> oh, man, he crushed that safety, dude. Yeah. Uh, he beast moded him. He yeah. beast moded him with his shoulder pads. And did. didn't even get pad level. Uh, so Squid Game. No, what, no, what no. Is, I want to hear what you did on the weekend first. Then we'll get into Squid uh, Game. Uh, I know uh, you said you had something funny. Uh, I, something not funny. I'm going to say it's morbid. So people bear mor- with us because it's Yo, very morbid. It's, but he has it's some mor- questions. It's morbidly fu- funny. Okay. I, I'm going to tell you something about D'Angelo Williams. Okay. And this is just me being honest with you, being honest with myself, and being honest with Gary. And Gary can attest to this. And I, I can't control this. And, and, and I'm letting y'all know this right now. So you heard this podcast, you know that this is me. I cannot control what I laugh at. Whether it's death, whether it's not death, whether it's like something serious. I have no idea whether I'm going to respond like, oh, man, you know, like this. Or if it's like I can't stop myself from laughing because, like, I don't know if I'm in disbelief, if I'm just in shock. But and I tell myself, don't laugh. And I feel it coming on. And I'm talking to myself. And I'm trying to coach myself. And I'm like, stop. No, don't do it. And it just happened. And I'm apologizing the whole time. Gary can tell you, like, that sounds very- like a line out of Kevin Hart's comedy special. No. Don't please don't do it. But that's what I, I tell myself, and it happens every time. And they was like, bro, that's not funny. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, this is not me. I don't know where it's coming from. Well, this particular story is kind of one of those stories. And I, I wanna I want y'all to tell me what y'all do, what what y'all would do. But the story originated because um, I had a family member pass away and I went down to the funeral and all like the homeboys and like all my friends and stuff, like they was checking on me because they found out that I lost a family member. And I finally got opportunity to respond to them all. And like, I'm responding to them back. Like, Hey, you know, thank you so much. I mean, I really appreciate it. You know, my condolences here. And I'm like, thanks. And then there was one particular message that kind of really stood out. And <laughs> And the message went like, I said, I just left the funeral, have been a bit busy. I said, it's been a busy, busy day. And the reply was, yeah, I was at one earlier myself. My little two-month-old baby cousin passed. And I go, no, the babies are the worst. And my 23-year-old family member died from, you know, a GI bleed. And they go, sorry to hear that. Yes, they are, see the small casket with the two-month-old child in it. It's so heartbreaking. And I go, my great uh, family member uh, a while back died at six months, and he looked like a baby dog. That's what I said, right? The response came back to me was this. 
And after they responded back with this, it took me 20 minutes to respond back to them. They said, yes, she did also. But also it was hurtful when they got ready to bury her. They dropped her out of her casket. So we said it was morbid. And as you can see, Dee's not laughing. I don't think it's funny that it happened. I think it's more of a disbelief that somebody could do that. And it's something that he's never seen before. And I don't think he would ever want to see. So I think his way of handling it would be laughing because he doesn't know how somebody could do that. Bro, I go, what? <laughs> they go, yes. I say, like, onto the floor or, like, drop the entire casket. I can't even right now, huh? Reply. Drop the casket as they were putting her in the hole onto the dirt. They had to pick her up, dust her off, and place their back in the coffin or back in there. Dude, can you, ima- so can you for one, imagine? For one, I have a butt bunch of questions. Uh, how? Okay. How do you drop the casket for one? How does that even happen? And then two, if that's if I'm the family member, I'm I might be throwing blows if that happened, because there's some like that. That is a situation that is supposed to be like a. It is supposed to be a time for mourning, and then if you see that, that's going to traumatize you. And I think I, I don't know how you handle that. I don't know what what you do in that situation. I don't, why they dust that off? That's what, what the... so. As we said, it, it's a it's morbid. It is bad. D had questions. Obviously, it's. It's something no, I don't know how to handle. I, no, I, I don't. Look, so man, did you ever we, talk to him about it more? No, because I couldn't. I was laughing and they was texting me. You know, I'm bad at that. So I'm yeah. like, ain't no point in me calling because I'm not going to be able to talk. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to talk. It's going to be bad. So I just stopped texting him and I had to reply because I thought it was a joke. You see stuff like this in a movie. But right. like when it actually happened, you're like, oh, snap. But it's an accident, though. If you truly believe that accidents happen, then you should, like, accidents like this shouldn't? No, because I've never heard of it happening before. Bro, I, I did they not lock the casket? That's why I was trying, I got a whole bunch of questions. Well, yeah, I, 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 well, for one, okay, if it's a two-month-old casket, I don't know how big that would be. What are, or How many people does it take to carry it? Like, and how are you dropping it? Like, I don't understand... Like, I don't understand. Why are you laughing? <laughs> These are legit questions I'm asking because I don't understand how that would yeah, I hate you, yeah. Well, oh, hey, look, we just got the presence of time just joined in. And perfect time. Opinion on this. How is D'Angelo laughing so hard about this topic? You have, <sighs> he's laughing for the last five minutes. Oh, bro. Hey, this uh, is terrible. So oh, bro. I got a question for you. So if if did you get did you get all the info behind it, right? Obviously. So yeah. Yeah. How does <sighs> if how how big is a two is a two month old coffin for one? That, how heavy is it? And then how are you how does somebody drop it? Oh uh, a two month old is tiny. Yes. And the coffin bro, can't be much bigger. My my thing. My my immediate thought when D'Angelo sent us that text was, if I'm the parents of that child, I am looking first into myself to say, who was I? Like, what was I on that I allowed this person to carry this coffin? I hold up. Gary, Gary said, how many people? How many people are carrying this coffin? That's what I want to know because how does if, I don't even know how you carry. What do you do to carry it? Like, are you still gonna have pallbearers on each side, or how do you? Because I don't know how I don't know how you deal with that situation. Bro, I've never been at. Like, I don't know I, how big. Look, of, I, I can't do funerals in the first place, so look, I don't know how you would handle that. I, I want to make sure people understand. I am not. I am not laughing at a uh, uh, baby that has passed. I'm. That's not what I'm. This is not what this is about. This situation is so mind blowing to me that. Even even asking these questions, like you wouldn't even in a million years think that you'd have to ask these questions. Correct. I I, I think I don't think anybody 
has experienced this, I, don't, I think people would have questions because you're like, how does this even happen? So, and yeah, the questions might be weird, but that, but you're, but it's a legit wonder. Like, how, how does this, like, what's the, Bro. how's all this happening? I don't know. Bro, like, they dropped the entire baby out of a whole casket, bro. Yeah. How? Like how? Like, I, explain that to me. Yeah, I, I don't. That's I don't know. It's to me it is a like you said. It's something you only see in movies. That I don't see. I don't understand how it's ever happened in real life. It's I just don't know, and that's why I have more that's, questions. Like because I want to know. That's what I said. I was like, how does this happen in real life? Like that seems like something you only see. In like you know, scary movie three or something, you know, where it's like somebody's making a farce about but, a situation. Right, but what's your knee jerk reaction though? Like as a it, a parent, a relative, or somebody at the there, like what's your knee jerk reaction? Like that gas, the that the gasp. gasp. I right. would say the gasp, and then you're gonna have people break into tears and crying because it's something that they're not they're not trying to like they should never have to witness. And then, Bro. what do you think See, if you're the people yeah. that are carrying? Like, how do you think they're gonna feel? Oh, they're mortified. D'Angelo, if you're there, are you able to control yourself from laughing? Bro, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think you I, could. I, I, I don't know, bro. I, I really don't know. And and it's like, I guess that's how I deal with like traumatic experience. Like, I, I seriously, it, it just gets so bad sometimes, man. Like. My wife get mad at me. So I, I know I'm just like, honey, I'm really not trying to. It just happened to me like a couple weeks ago. I don't know if she told you about it, Gary, when Jeff came into town. Like I couldn't. It, it was just bad. I, I just, man, you know, I, the Lord know my heart. Ain't that how we, <laughs> we yep. get people to accept our flaws? Well, it, it sounds like we had a very interesting. Well, you had a diff, more interesting weekend than I did, obviously. <clears throat> yes. But I wouldn't say it's interesting. You, uh, sorry for the loss of the family. Obviously, right. that sucks. Um, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. I, but, uh, I had another question pop up too, uh, as it relates to that weekend. Was you trying to move on the time? I was. See, we did this weekend. No, I wasn't even trying oh, okay. to get the time. Time just blows us off, so I don't care what he's doing this weekend. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> I, 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 I kind of wanted to tell you there was there was something else that came came about it. So I guess this and this is not this this didn't happen with with my family it's just that you know i just kind of think of scenarios and i'm just like man you know that's interesting so in the process of of going through all these arrangements and stuff like that i came up with this this analogy and it, it may hold true it may hold true and i don't know if this is for a fact so uh for those that lose a loved one and said loved one doesn't have insurance and uh, somebody comes in and offers to pay, you know, for that um, that service, right? Somebody coming to pay for that service because said person doesn't have money for love, that loved one that passed away. Well, then, you know, through the course of this grieving process, people are given that person cash, like $200 here, $300 there, $400 here, $500 there. Do you think that the person that's receiving this money from all these people that just lost his loved one should put that money towards the funeral? Or do you think said person should put that money towards the bills that they've incurred before this funeral even happened? Um, that's a tough one. Oh, I know. That's uh, this the one I thought about because time and time again, I think there's families out there that have to experience and make this very decision. Yeah. Uh, see, I my whole problem with the funeral stuff, I feel like the funeral parlors and all the arrangements, stuff like that, they rape you over coals, break you over coals to get all this kind of money because they know you're grieving and you just want to get the best whatever. And then they try to t the way they probably talk to you. I, don't, I have not dealt with it, but like I'm sure they're saying like, oh, this is the most comfortable type of casket, all this kind of stuff. I don't know. But like not try to upsell what they have to get you spend more money. And I think that's so wrong because they're playing on people that are grieving and they don't care because it's a business for them. I think that's wrong in itself. Uh, honestly, I think if, if you're struggling with that and you, and that, that might, I think you pay for the bills and you might not want to do it this way, but you just go to cremation. 
versus a burial. What you going with, Tom? Well, to me, I think that's one of those situations where the money, the family should use the money how they see fit. Because right. if you know, you know, if like you got bills you have to pay off, you know, for your family member, then that's because it's like it's all going to the same place. It's, if they don't pay, use the money to pay for the funeral, they're going to have to use other money to pay for the funeral. If they do use the money to pay for the funeral, they'll have more money to pay the bills that they had to pay. You know, so it's like obviously, you know, if people give you money. They're like, oh, they expect you to do a burial or something but you decided to do a cremation instead because right, it's cheaper right. well then you know then that's 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 up to the family if, if people are willing to donate money in the time of grieving like that i don't think they really necessarily care uh what you're doing with it because they just expect they're trying to help you out and however you best see fit so that's what i would say okay all right you guys so, speak so I'm, I'm good to go now real quick i got yeah, i got yeah, I know, I know time was going to take it over, but I just needed to bring up that the Packers won again. Mm. Uh, the Panthers wow. did not win, and the Steelers wow. won again. So, um, wow. right now, it's not looking good for either one of y'all. It looks like I might be $40 richer. So Wait, we got no a long way time. to go. I agree. We, we got, got a long, long time to go. Way. I'm led by Aaron Rodgers, though, so I like my odds. I just had I, to bring that out there. I, I just don't I don't like the fact that Aaron Rodgers said that he owned the Chicago fan base. He has. I think oh. he's lost to him one time, maybe twice in his career. He mm. doesn't lose to Chicago very often, so mm. I don't have a problem with it. Oh, okay. Is that not taunting? Why why couldn't we flag him for that? It's still he the taunted fans. a whole fan base in Chicago. No, it's not taunting if it's true. Yeah, and it's <laughs> oh, okay. and it's the fans. The fans. So you mean to right tell now. me Tyreek Hill throwing up the deuces is not true? Because you're not catching it. That's to right? a point. <laughs> but it's, it's factual though. It's the truth. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's very similar to Malice in the Palace when they went in the stands and fought the fans. Uh, uh hey, that's a fact. That should be good based on your analogy on what you're saying. That should be good because if 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 you throw something at a player. They have every right to come in the stands and be so. Here. So hold up, hold up. I'm glad you said that. This is this is where I wanted to catch you at. I'm glad you said that. Did you not watch the Tennessee the Tennessee game? Yes. Yeah. They were throwing mustard and they were throwing water bottles. You didn't turn golf balls. Right. So you're you're telling me that as a player, they have a right to go in the stands and Hell whoop yeah. the ass. Yes. Hell yeah. Will they do With, it? No. Without yeah. penalty. No, I'm saying, should they get in trouble for doing it? No. Will they? Nope. No. But I'm saying, like, it's, it's they should not be able to do that. There's there's rules to go into a game. If you can't follow rules, then no fans come. So hey, what the, do you laws, do? the laws don't change just because you're on a football field. Somebody somebody throws a golf ball at you out in the streets, you you can defend yourself. Assault with a deadly weapon. That's right. Tom, I know you. You're the quickest person to call 911. What are you talking about? He does run from crime. Right? Right, but that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you like I'm that meme of that black dude like this on the phone? <laughs> Speaking of conflict, he would have been the first person to die in red light, green light, and squid game. He Heck would have. One hundred. He would have ran as soon as somebody got shot, and he would have died. Yep. No. Heck no. You like that segue? You know, I'll just take over the segue since y'all I gotta know do how competitive I am. I am. I am a one competitive. So if we play in a game, you'll see. You'll see. Okay. Time, you, you can handle now their segment. I just had to get my little plug in about the Packers, you know. Right. Well, yeah, real I quick, don't... before we dive oh. into Squid Game, I do want to ask you a question that came up for me this weekend. Yes. I'm not going to say who it involves, but if you make a bet with somebody that the other person bets that you're going to forget to do something. For this example, I put a piece of trash somewhere, uh-huh. and that other person said, I bet you $50, you're going to forget to throw that away. I said, all right, bet. So we bet. So we leave because I leave it. I put, I take it from the car, put it out in the garage. I'm like, I'll throw it away later when we get back. Well, as we're coming back, said person says something about trash that reminds me, oh, crap, I got to remember to throw this thing away when we get home. And so I said, well, thanks for reminding me about trash. Now oh, that's $50. I'm, that's $50. Yeah, that's Said gone. person tried to say, oh, no, the best null and void 
because I reminded you. So said person is your girlfriend. So <laughs> I'm calling it out so you can get in trouble. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is you need to get your 50 bucks, bro. You Thank need to get your 50 bucks, bro. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to bring it up on the podcast. She goes, I don't care. They're going to agree with you. But what they don't know is we're playing by my rules. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. She does control your household. So, yeah, you right. better stick with what she says. I'm calling 911. There's been a robbery. <laughs> yeah. I Can, can, I, talk, can I talk about something that's kind of unrelated to everything that we talk no, about? No, kind of we'll talk back. Squid Game. Well, I want to. I just. It's gonna take about two or three minutes, bro. All right, you like got not even seconds. that long, because I really want to see if Tom has any experience or any. I want to see if he's had any connection or he's been exposed to this, Gary. So, after my uh my family members' uh, funeral, we had to repass, and every time we have a repass after a family member has passed or whether we have a get together or whatever, we always play spades, okay, mm-hmm. and we always kind of keep the same partner. And that's literally all we talk trash about. Like we we sitting in the funeral and they texting to my son, man, this spade game about to be fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, we take it that serious. Win, lost records, stuff like that. Question is, have y'all ever been exposed to spades? Of course. Oh, I played spades with you. Yeah, I know you have. You I mean, you ain't I I, I ain't oh, really I used to run you. spades back in the in the, the basketball you locker room. Shut your ass up, time. If you don't right. shut up. First <laughs> you being real disrespectful to the game. You ain't never ran the cards now. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, I, bet, bet money. I man. played spades, I played hearts, I played dominoes, I played I have, punk. Whatever you want to name, I played it. Right, but have you played it in a hostile environment with everybody talking shit? Oh, it's yeah. loud in the background. Uh, everybody got drinks on the table and it's smoky. Not smoky, but I played with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll put it like I have, this. I have, I'll put it like we, this. We have, I have taken you back with me. You have played <laughs> with me. I'll put it like this. I'll put it like this. It was me. I brought this, uh, my boy Dallas, the one who got you that PlayStation. Okay. Me and him were on the high school basketball team and all the brothers on the team AKA the people of color would get so mad at the white boys because we could run them in space. I'm not even lying. They would send bro, all I the best space players at us. I can't believe this, bro. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Me, me and Dallas just got like a telecommunication where we can tell, you know, what we need to do at what time. And, and I'm telling you, we used to run it. And I'm talking about we played for money. Uh, don't tell, don't tell the, uh, NCAA or whatever the yeah. high school rank. We used to play for money. We used to run the, the spades games back in the day. I'm not even lying. Come on. Don't try to play with me. Okay. I feel Bro. like he was cheating. Look. No. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you. What do y'all normally play to? When y'all have like a tournament kind of going on, what do y'all normally play to? Um, 500. Okay. So we go 350. And so we're sitting here and my cousin and my other cousin, both of my cousins, they always on teams. They like best friends, and they always play with each other. Well, the last time we played spades, well, that particular team was like four or five years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of fell off as teammates, but then they kind of resurfaced again. And so now both of them in my ear, bro, all night in my ear. They start off the first game. They get beat. What well, a team that beat them is now talking trash to me and I still hadn't picked a partner, right? I still don't know. <laughs> I still don't know who the hell my partner going to be, but I don't care. But I knew that there's 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 a, there's a difference in gambling. And and I'm going to tell you something that's different between uh and and this is what I picked up that a lot of people don't pick up. When you gambling, gambling is gambling. You you good or you, you bad, but there's different types of gambling so I, I like going back to play spades because i learned new things about myself playing spades with guys in the nfl and because you look for certain things and you you play spades like i was taught that you play spades like you play poker everything is a signal and a sign well when you go back to the house everybody ain't doing that everybody playing by like either strategy or stuff like that well before I sat down and I chose my partner, I looked at how that other team played and I looked at the other I looked at the competition that I was playing. Bro, we sat down on the table and we beat these some bitches 30 I mean 350 
to 70. And they was trying to figure out what we was doing wrong. Well, this is what I found out about people that play like space for fun and people that play space for like money. Bro, I'm card count. I know who got what just based off what's being played. Like, because I've picked up your pattern, right? Man, (laughs) when I picked up, so the first hand, bro, the first hand we, uh, we ran an eight. I was trying to go 10, but my partner, we didn't have any chemistry because it was her and I first time playing with each other. And I told her, I said, hey, just let me be the alpha male and you be the beta <laughs> male, the beta female. And she goes, damn, that's sexist. And I'm like, no, that's not what it is. You will understand at the end. We beat them 350 to 70. And she told me after, she said, I finally understood what you're talking about. She said, when you she said, when you said, let me be alpha, you meant whenever it's time for me to go high, regardless of what I'm going to do, I'm going high. And she was like, because I knew that about you, I knew how to be in my hand. Oh, bro. That's a little, if you said that during the game, that's table talk and illegal. So stop cheating. No table talk, sir. Bro, that wasn't table talk. I. It, if you uh, if you told me I'm gonna be talk. the alpha, it was that's table talk. It was, but that ain't cheating. No, that ain't cheating. I don't know this lady. I'm just saying. I that, don't know I, this lady. Like that, if she picked up on it, obviously. So that is table talk. That is illegal in spades, especially when you're betting. If I'm playing against you, I'm calling that out now, and you have a new teammate. <laughs> what? <laughs> the ground. But you don't know. But you don't know the outcome, though. You didn't know that that was going to be but the outcome. That's, that's already he, predetermined. That you're. Hey, he's always going to be the lead, so you always fall behind me. That's already setting your team up. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm what I'm saying is is what I'm saying is 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 this right here, Gary. If it come around to me and no spades have been played, and this person over here plays a queen of spades, and I got a joker in my hand. And I got a a, 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 a a jack or a 10 or a 9 or something off suit. I could play off suit if I want to. But I'm going to go get that. I'm going to win that book. So she know that I had the joker. So if she's trying to – if I'm not hiding nothing. Nothing Which at all. I'm not – will talk if you what, let her know What that. you see is what you get. <laughs> and, that, and that's what people don't understand. And this is what I found out too about Spades, man, uh, as we're playing this. And this is why I wanted to bring it up. And this is why you were a good spade player with me, Gary. And we was running the table when we was running it. One, because they was like, man, that boy don't know how to play no spade. That white dude. They they took mm-hmm. you for granted, didn't understand the relationship and the chemistry, and we bust their ass. Well, that's what I, I, I didn't – I was understanding with this lady that I was playing with. We had an opportunity to go 10. I had a four and a possible. She had a four and a possible. And they said, well, what y'all going? I said, we going eight. And they go, well, why aren't you going 10? I said, because I don't have the chemistry with her like I would have a chemistry with my normal partner or somebody that I play with all the time. We end up getting eight. They end up getting five. And they was like, man, how did you know that? I said, because when it came down to those two books, she didn't know what I I was going to do. And I didn't know what she was going to do. And it was a strong possibility that we was going to mess them up. And we did exactly that. And he was like, dude. How much how, how how much do you play cards? I said, man, the way we play cards is different from how y'all play cards because y'all like laughing and like it's still fun. Like no, no, we it's, play- it's a game. It's like we're not losing. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> it's, it's a whole different level. That competitive aspect's coming out in any game. Yeah, <laughs> had nothing to do with the money. It's just yeah. you you have no it's idea. It's not about fun anymore. Right. And it's and it's whatever competitive advantage that you can pick up while you're playing, you use oh, yeah. it advantage. Let's get into Squid Game. Like we uh, talked about it last week, um, and I hadn't seen it yet, so I finished it this weekend. So let's see. I want to hear your thoughts on Squid Game first. Um, what did you think about the show? What was your okay, favorite so- episode? Which character did you despise? Which character did you like? That type of stuff. Okay, so I'm 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 really horrible with the names. I I do have to say this, and I I as I've been looking at Alice in Borderland, uh, looking at some of these uh the rain, some of these foreign films, I know exactly what I want to be when I grow up. Now I don't want to be a football player. I don't want to be a movie star. I want to be a voiceover 
for foreign films, bro. It's have you heard how ridiculous those voices sound of the characters on the show? Like it's not even close. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually think I actually think one of them was speaking English. What? I I think the guy from Pakistan. I think he actually spoke English in it. Because if you look close enough, I think he was actually saying English words. Really? And he didn't have to be dubbed. I don't know for sure, but the times I really try to focus we, on it because we, we I have do to not, check that. I do not like the dubbing, like reading the subtitles. I can do it. I'd rather hear it. I just don't look at the mouth. But he was Pakistan. I'm like, there's no way he's speaking Chinese or Korean. So let me see if he's speaking English or not. And I think he was speaking English. I, I don't know, Gary. I don't know. I think they just did a really good job of dubbing over, bro. By, by the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for Squid Game. If you haven't seen it, turn it off now because we're going to talk about it. Okay. So I I, I didn't like the card. I don't like the, the buttons where it looks like a game, like a PlayStation or Xbox. Oh, shout out to SNL, Skit. Yeah. But even if it even if it wasn't even if it wasn't that and it was like a it was kind of like a in the window of video like a game that you would play and not understanding the terminology, but bringing those childhood games that they played in Korea, like putting their culture, just putting their culture on, you know, on display of of the things. It's like taking off in this wildfire. But looking at the game, I thought it was a very unique. I, I really did. It was a different aspect, but I like movies like that. You know, I, I like those escape room type movies, those those thrillers where you're trying to get out of somewhere and you got to use your your thinking. But uh, again, I, my favorite character would have to have been the crazy woman, bro. Would have to have been the crazy woman, bro. Because when she sat in the room, when she sat in the room, bro, while they almost like they killed half of them with the glass. It was the glass thing, right? Yep. No, yeah, no, she, no, no, no. It was the. Uh, it was the uh, marble game. The, yeah, the marble game. She got a chance to sit out because nobody picked her out as a partner. Picked last. Yep. Yeah, she got picked last, and then she couldn't play. And she, and and then to find out that the marble game was, that's what got me, bro. That that was heart wrenching. With the old guy when he was he was talking to the old guy, and he was trying to get those marbles, and he came down to the last one. I I was like, oh man, there's something going on, you know, with the old guy. Maybe the old guy is the twist. You know, but it was a twist around every corner, man. And the brother that he was looking for ended up being the the main guy. I'm giving it all away, gear. I don't give a damn. No, they we gave him spoiler out. alert. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, I, I project. I predicted the brother was the uh, the guy in the doom mask as well. I thought that was the case. I thought that was pretty head on what it was gonna be. I would like to yeah. them to delve into why he chose that after he won, why he became yeah. that instead of going back to his family, but. uh what was your favorite game that they did? My favorite game was the uh, when they had to cut out the cookie thing. Okay, the honeycomb. That, I've never that, heard of that game before. I, I've never heard of that game ever before in my life, but it, it was my favorite one because everybody was looking around trying to figure out, like, how the hell can I get this done? And then the lady with the lighter and, you know, her saying it was a boyfriend, she was trying to survive by any means necessary. That's the only reason why I liked her. Uh, but I guess you could say, I, I want to say that the glass was my favorite game, but it was terrible on how, like it was, I didn't like that they didn't make the game fair. That's why I was upset about it. Like yeah, when he said, because hey, he said it's about equality, and that was it's not about equality. So when he cranked up the thing and made it to where he couldn't see the glass to make it more fun, that's when it kind of lost me because I'm like, dude, this is no different from you know them fixing the game or them playing because it's not equality. You're taking the the one glass maker that I mean, if if he happened to be a glass maker, then now everybody has to trust him. And now there's something like maybe, you know, down the road, you know, you can build something. I, I thought that that right there kind of killed it for me. I mean, it was great. It was great. But had that not happened and they kept that out, I, it would have been better for me because it would have been fair. So what was your least favorite game? My least favorite game was uh, let me see. Uh, so just to name them, you had red light, blue, a uh, green light. You had yep. the honeycomb. You had tug of war. Yep. You had marbles. You had the glass, and, you had and the, then you had Squid Game. Yeah, 
I didn't quite understand the Squid Game, bro. I still to this time don't I, understand I don't, Squid that, Game. That would probably be my least favorite because I didn't understand like the, the concept. Correct. Like I even when they was fighting and stabbing each other, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm assuming the one that's living is gonna be the one that win it. This is what upsets me about this entire Squid Game series, and I think it's a shitty uh 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 look at the Korean culture. But this dude wanted to do everything but be a good father, bro. He didn't want to go home to that woman, that little girl for shit, dude. Like, he had an opportunity to get on the plane with billions of dollars, bro, to go take care of his daughter, and he decided not to. Where they do that at, bro? And the main reason why he was doing it was for her. Uh, it, so I'm going to answer all those questions I gave you. Yes. And I agree. I hated the way it ended because I started doing some research. The director never planned on it. there being a season two. There's still not confirmation there will be a season two. So he wanted it to end that way. Which to me, like you said, it does make it look like he doesn't want to do the right thing by being with his daughter and stuff like that. And it just, he did the right thing by helping the other girl's daughter and the mom. He did the right thing there, but why couldn't he do it for himself, the right thing? What was so important to stop other people from going to do the squid game? If people are struggling for money, they're going to do it. Like the old man said, they chose to do this. They had the chance to go home and not come back, and they still came back. So these people are making that choice themselves, but they are preying on the weakness of people that are needing of money and knowing that they're going to do whatever they can for money. My favorite game was Red Light, Green Light because we all played it as a kid. So that's something that we played as a kid, and it really set the tone for the show because you have no idea what to expect going in. And then you see they start Red Light, Green Light as soon as somebody moves, and they just keep getting mowed down. I thought that was a great intro episode into what it was going to be. My least favorite game was probably, again, I agree with you, Squid Game, because I didn't understand it at all. I am super intrigued by the tug-of-war technique because I want to try that where everybody leans back and braces yourself for 10 seconds and see if that actually works because I'm not so confident that would actually work. <laughs> but I'm intrigued enough to try and test it But I really enjoyed the show I'm hoping they make a season 2 I don't really know what you do Because if he goes back into the squid game It would be a very disservice to his daughter Yeah. And uh, just for clarification I did the math of everything uh, I, I made D watch a video of SNL Of uh, the skit that Rami Malek and Pete Davidson did a sad country song to Squid Game. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's hilarious. And they make a joke about the conversion rate. Well, I did the conversion rate, and that 45 mil billion yon or whatever it was called translates to about 40 million U.S. So that's what it translates to. So oh. it's a lot of money. But now, they, So it's a great amount of money. Now, uh, I really enjoyed it. I hope we see more. I do not think the brother that got shot is dead that landed in the water. I think if he if they do a sequel, he will be back. He'll have survived because he got shot in the shoulder by his own brother. So I think that will be an interesting intrigue of what would happen with that. And they never really dove into if the pictures and videos he sent to the police actually went through because he stopped at the top of the hill to resend. And when he right. resend it, it, we don't know if it went through or not. So they left that unanswered. So I'm intrigued by that. I'm hoping they do because I think there's so much more we can do. I honestly think because of the popularity, I can see in three to four years, maybe even sooner, you could see an American knockoff where they make their own TV show or movie based on the same thing. That would be interesting with different games because I think it'd be unique seeing different games out there just because of different stuff that yeah. that we have. Like what if we did uh, um, uh What's the one where you're hiding everybody from everybody in the dark? Hide and seek. No, the one outside. Um, oh my God, it's outside. Manhunt. You're what? looking for some like it's called manhunt. So like you go outside in the woods and one person has to try and find people, or you have and you, they get a flashlight. Nobody else does. It's called manhunt. 
It's a country thing, I guess. WPS. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not worldwide. That's just on y'all. That's that well, unseasoned chicken. You never. I hate you. I don't like <laughs> unseasoned. <laughs> I know we're gonna go a little longer because I do want to talk about Halloween kills. Uh-huh. So uh, I want to get D's interpretation, and then uh, we'll wrap it up there. Because uh, as you can see, time left us yet again. He came late. So hey, great pre-recording at the end of this. After all this time, good job. Just um, let you know. Halloween Kills sucks. It absolutely. Spoiler alert: We're going to talk about Halloween Kills. It sucks so bad, bro. Like after watching it, I don't even think I like the original now because the original is the reason why we got to where we are right now. So why did you hate Halloween Kills? Okay, so Jamie Lee Curtis can only try to kill him so many times, and as she's talking about how he transcends every time he kills somebody. Uh, and this was the first time, I think, in all of the movies where he actually got shot. Like, he actually... The original, he got shot six times in the chest. No, I'm talking about since then. Since oh. the, all the other ones, he never got shot. Well, uh, technically, the timeline they created for this was the original 1978, the one that was made in 2017, and then this one. That is the timeline. Two, four, five, six, uh, H2O and Resurrection have nothing to do with this timeline that they created. Okay, Mr. Timeline Extraordinary. I'm saying. So, so Still a shitty movie. I said I ain't I, like I want to know why. Let's hear okay. it. Okay, and I'm telling you why. Even though I don't know the timeline, I'm telling you he got shot and that she's talking about him transcending and that he's a he's a different animal, he's immortal, and things like that. They said that like we didn't know that. What pissed me off is, is Michael Myers is sitting, he's le- literally standing in the room while the house is on fire and they go down there nobody communicated with anybody and everybody's in the same little small 300 people little town that's small and nobody still don't know if he was looking out the window if he was looking at his reflection and then they find out here at the end he was maybe looking at his reflection so it it, it was it was interesting because they're trying to give him a backstory and not give him a backstory so they kind of like they want to show you bits and pieces of of his backstory without giving it to you and i think because they're doing that they're doing a disservice just leave it alone so i enjoyed it and i knew going into this this was a planned trilogy so halloween ends is the next one so it is going to be coming out next october so d we need to see that together so i can laugh in your face when you don't like it again um but no, I think I think this is all just a setup for Halloween ends. This is the they wanted a beginning, middle, and end. I think this was the middle. I think it did the service of what they wanted to do for the middle to set up the end. Now the end may upset people. They may enjoy it. Who knows? We'll have to see when it comes out. But I think what I liked about it was you saw for once, because I've seen all the Halloweens, even the ones in the other timelines, just in general though, in every theme of Halloween. Nobody else in the town knows or cares about Michael Myers. No, he's just a person. This one, everybody cares and they want him to end. This is the first time. The only thing that didn't make sense to me at the end was when uh, her daughter gets killed standing looking out the thing. He was a street over getting hammered by all these people, like 12, 15 people. Why, for one, why did they stop? Uh, why did you not shoot him multiple times while he was down? Things like that doesn't make sense. Obviously, it's a movie. But the cops are there. Paramedics are there with him and all that kind of stuff. How did he get back past all of them, back upstairs without anybody knowing? When every that they, As a police and everything, they're, they're handling that, that scene. So how did he get back upstairs to do that? That didn't make sense to me. I understand the reason they did it is for a cliffhanger to give it where now Jamie Lee Curtis has a even more vendetta against them. And it's going to set up a huge showdown, which I think will be intriguing and interesting. Uh, I enjoy can't it. kill him though. Well, I think that's the thing. That's what's going to be interesting. In Cause she, I think she realizes now normal means can't do it. So how is she going to do it? I did think it was super ingenious the way they handled how he survived the fire. Because if you notice in the, Halloween in 2017, she rolls up the metal thing and shows all the guns. 
Well, yeah. he got up on that shelf and rolled the metal thing down to protect him from the flames. I yeah. thought that was genius because I would have never picked up that, that he could have done that from the original. I thought that was a great right. little way how he, because I was like, when I saw the trailer, I was like, how the hell is he going to survive getting burned up by the fire right here? So right. I thought that was an interesting aspect. And then I hated, there's 10 firemen and one oh, guy, and them. they just got destroyed. Destroyed everyone. I didn't know once. he could fight. I didn't know he knew karate. You got to attack it once. That, he knew. That's, that stuff so it's it's hilarious he to me. He knew BJJ. He knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I was like, damn, I didn't know Michael Myers knew all that. And they never showed his face. And they said that they was gonna show his face. So and then the other problem is uh Haddonfield is in Illinois. Right? Right. What else is in Illinois? Chicago. Chicago. Get him in Chicago. He ain't getting out of there. <laughs> he ain't getting out of Chicago. <laughs> I <promise> you. <laughs> Get him to follow you to Chicago somehow, and he'll he'll take care of everything. Because if Chicago, it's been known a lot of that's people a, don't survive there. That's a dick move, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, enough, right? Take him to Chicago. I, I don't know. That could go two ways. You trying to get him to kill everybody in Chicago, or you you saying Chicago gonna kill I'm him? I'm saying Chicago gonna handle him. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Chicago's got that one. Yeah, you. They're right not asking that. questions. Yeah, you're right about that. You are right about that. But I, I, so I think I, it will divide people. I think I haven't really heard anybody that says in between. Do you like it or not? It's not. Oh, it was all right. It's either people don't like it at all, like you, or people like it like I do. There's not like an in between. I haven't really heard. But I think the real test will be how the trilogy stands after the last one. Because I like the last one in 2017 they made, the remake. Uh, not remake, but the continuation or reimagining storyline. So it's interesting. I liked it. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, if you haven't seen it and you just listened to everything we said, sorry for spoiling everything, but we gave you a spoiler warning. You shouldn't have listened to this. But uh, I think that's it. We ran a little longer than usual. You know, we had a guest appearance by time. In the, in the whiteboard behind you and in person for once. Yeah. And then he disappeared again. So typical time, you know, on his own time. <laughs> that joke never gets old. <laughs> at all. At all. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. And we out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 